keeping a home, opening a successful business. People, are you ready? Meet your personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lee. Get ready for Leave on the Loose, who will help you get started in building your real estate empire. Grow your self-confidence, find your grit, and get the skills needed to dominate the real estate world. You're a player. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. I'm reading everywhere. We're going to open up. Some states are opening up. Georgia's opening up, Lauren. They're, they're opening up. Everyone's going to open up. There's rallies and fights to open up. And we had Dr. Embol Shakamon telling us that this is like a scary, terrifying thing. She's a professor of public health. And I'm reading, that's why we need a multi-phase approach. There's got to be a multi-phase approach. And I, like all of you, own real estate. And I operate real estate. And I want to know how I'm supposed to open up my buildings and not be getting sued for coronavirus not killing people. So I'll tell you what I did. There's this guy named Dan Donovan. If you don't know about Dan, you'll know him after this. He is a VP of sports and entertainment at TNM Protection Resources. These people are not just good at security. They are security. They're the security people for, for, for events, concerts, sports. That's my thing. They do cybersecurity. They do intelligence. They do investigations. They do litigation support. But TNM Protection Resources is on the cutting edge of how we're going to reopen the U.S., how we're going to reopen New York. Come on, New York. I'm New York strong. I want this to happen. So I have Dan Donovan. I got a bunch of questions. And mo- most importantly, Dan, are we opening up this week? Can I open? I want to open. Not in New York City. All right. So that's not happening. No. All right. So let's imagine that I, like you, were around the metro New York area, So, and I'd rather not die, and I think that's probably a bad idea to go do risky things. How are we envisioning that they are going to open? Because I was reading this article, and I thought it was stupid. Maybe you don't, but this article I was reading was talking about how they're now envisioning workspaces where you're going to have six feet apart from everyone everywhere you go. Like forgetting the fact that I also read an article that your farting makes the corona spread and it's on your shoes and everywhere you touch. And like, I, and I have gas problems. I like ET beans. You know, the more beans you eat, it's good for your heart, Lauren. You got to understand. The, oh the Chipotle is doing really well. They're doing great. I go to Chipotle. They have, anyway. So, Dan, how are we going to open up everywhere? How are they going to do this? Is there going to be, there was an article I read, and I think you guys are on the cutting edge of this stuff about doing thermal imaging. Like, how does that work? Well, I think that. The, the main point of your, your question, Andrew, is it's going to be phased, right? And it's going to be geographic. In, in New York City, where mass transit is so critical to the, the city's you know, heartbeat, I think it's going to be a real challenge, right? And so we're looking at that phased approach to say, in phase one, what, are we, what is each company going to do and provide? And which workforce do they need? And I think that this whole workforce thing is changing. Like the new norm isn't going to be everybody reporting back to their headquarters on June 1st or May 15th or whatever date that is. You know, we found that companies really are productive with staff working from home. So let's talk about phase one. And I agree, a lot of people are going to be working from home, particularly in the tech world. And I think you do a lot with the tech world. In the tech world, they already have the infrastructures going on. But I'm envisioning I took over a law firm from my father and my uncle. And these guys couldn't even really send emails. So like I'm imagining a lot of people that need to go back to the office. So let's assume I'm going to go back to an office environment. I want to open up an office. And as you said, phase one, it's not going to be everyone jumping in. 
How do I do it and make it safe? Is there some sort of policies I should start off with? Is that something that I can outsource and call someone like TNM Protection Resources to know how to do these policies? What am I looking for here? Yeah, you're you're 100% correct. The policy side is going to be critical, right? We're going to if, if, if we were engaged with whoever the company is that you're working with or doing it yourself. My radio station, we're engaging you right now. Let's get this policy going. Right. we got to open the station, man. Come on. Exactly. So we, we've got to look at, it's not just facilities anymore. It's facilities and HR and health and safety and security that are all going to be part of this policy equation. And what is acceptable for our company, right? And ther- you brought up thermal scanning. You know, temperature scanning... I think it's perception and with very little reality. So right? because that's a loser. Symptoms wise, temperature is just one one thing and I could have a temperature and not have covid. And my wife always tells me I'm hot hot hot. So come on. Um, right. is there exactly. any is there anything else that works that's not just an image issue? Like I I don't want to look good PR and PR is important. I just don't want people getting covid coming to my office. Exactly. So the number one thing I think that we're going to have to impress upon the people that are coming to our workplace, personal responsibility. And, and it's, it's, it's not very favorable, you know, in this beautiful country of ours, but we have to take a stronger role in personal responsibility. You don't feel well. If you've got this symptom or that symptom, you're caring for the elderly, you've got young kids that have asthma or whatever the scenario is, stay home, work from home. And on that note, no. we, we had an employment expert on this saying that that and delves into your policies. It has to, The policies have to tell workers they're safe to do that because if they're afraid of their job and their job being on the line when they speak up, that's going to spread it. So how does that integrate with the policy need? Right. So we're going to develop that policy that, that not being in the office is okay. And there are, there are technologies out there to help companies help their employees stay productive outside the office. And they and you know the big companies do this. They me- they actually have you know your corporate laptop. You take it home. You work. They're measuring your time. It's it's happening, right? So there's ways for people for companies to stay productive in that in that uh, format. So then what? it's going to be what testing is taking place. Okay. And there's there's technologies out there that are coming to light where they're going to provide testing at your workplace. Oh, that's cool. So now you can get a little smarter. Right. Okay. Yeah. And now let's say you're a New Jersey law office and your, your staff aren't relying on, on mass transit or public transit. Okay. Now I can have a little more confidence that you're staying at home, you're doing the right thing, you're getting in your car, you're driving to the building, you're parking, you're coming up, and I've got all the social distancing in place. I'm going to do testing every couple of weeks. Just to be There's clear. a number you, of formulas there, and then go from there. Dan, just to be clear, I could hire someone like TNM Protection to do the testing. You guys do this type of testing at my office? We have a partner that we would bring in to do the testing. Got it. And we have staff that would help implement it. So that's brilliant. So what you're saying, kind of like when I go to a building in Manhattan, they check my ID, I wait, they call up. In that same process, I could be getting a test while we're sitting right there. Yep. And now there's, now Andrew, let's be clear, there's two different types of tests. Tell me. You know, there's a, there's an instant blood test. It's going to tell me if I have an antibody. Okay. It's not going to tell me if I've got, you know, necessarily that I've got COVID or not, right? Okay. There's the, the, the test with the swabs up your nose. That's a three to four day turnaround. And Trump so didn't like that. Be... Trump said it hurt when they did it. He felt like he was getting invasive <laughs> surgery. So I don't want that. If it, he, He's tough. So if he don't want it, I don't want it. I've heard the same. So, so yeah. there's, there, there's going to be a bit of a matrix here to figure out which of my staff members are really critical, which tests are going to be important, 
personal responsibility. And then, and then those companies that will invest in doing the testing for the workforce, great. If not, it's going to be more of an operational integration, and, and we're going to figure out how to make this a safe environment to come back to work for. But do I really need everybody to come back to work? That's going to be the bigger question for most organizations. And is that going to reshape my, my, my corporate headquarters? Is it going to be more of a social and strategic hub with people working outside of the office very productively? Or am I going to go back to the old days of the privatized offices, which I don't think anybody wants, but that's a possibility. So let's just go to a topic that I, I need to hit, which because you said, are they going to go back to work? I need to go back to see the Islanders. I just got to tell you, like I like watching watching sports on TV, even this Air Jordan thing that they had. It's not the same of being in person. I'm a, a fanatic. I need to go. See, I got the big hand with the finger up, the whole thing. How are we going to get people into events though? Like you, I'm shifting from the offices because I agree there's going to be people that need to go or not go, but. Isn't it the same questions people are going to have when they're going to see a concert? They're going to a big um, – we went into the Javits Center. We went to a big a big uh, fair. And how are we going to do these types of things? It's, it's a much bigger challenge. And can you imagine the ratings the NFL draft is going to have on Thursday night? I mean, people are so, like, ready to watch something that's sports-related. I'm happy to be a sports guy like you. So – but getting what are you serving? Point. What are you, are you making wings? Because I have uh, so I think the key is people forget you put the wings on the barbecue when you're done. You get them nice and crispy, and that's really where it gets lovely. Back to you. I just needed to tell you that you got to put them on the barbecue. So many people bake the wings, Laura, and they're soft. No good. I I, I happen to be kind of proficient proficient in the kitchen, and I'm with you, Andrew. Oh yeah. So back to back to having actually people gathering at 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 sporting events. You know, I've I've been talking to my team and a number of my clients. I think that our first phase is going to be, first of all, how do we get our workforce back, right? It's just saying it's the same problem for the Javits Center and the Garden as it is for, you know, Law Firm X or Goldman Sachs to bring their staff back, right? They're going to, they're going through the same exact exercise. Exactly. Now they're going to, now their owner, their league, or their tenant is going to say, hey, we're going to play games without fans. Okay, what does that really mean? I need what about a number one broadcast. fan? What about a number one right? fan like me? I, I feel like I'm part of the team. You, yeah, I, I don't think you're getting in in that oh. scenario unless oh. you, unless we you know we can get you on the broadcast team. I right? see. There you go. So, Do you know that makes me essential? That's kind of cool. That being in media, you're exactly. essential. So back. So exactly. what we're saying is we're going to have teams. And I was reading the NHL talking about maybe going to a city and having all the players without fans. Is that what you're envisioning? I mean, I see Major League Baseball with with you know they're, they're looking at all these scenarios. The last one came out with. Let's let's put a hub in Arizona, a hub in Texas, and a hub in Florida, right? And and we'll we'll manage and, and play. I I heard Rob Manfred say it's the worst of the it's the best of the bad ideas. Yeah, right. I they like don't want to do that, but if if it's what they got to do to get baseball played again and get their season going and get that broadcast revenue going and that sponsorship revenue going, it makes perfect sense. I got to cut you off because we're about to hit a break. I'm going to have you come back on the second segment because I need to know more about how we're opening up baseball and basketball. And we haven't even talked about restaurants yet. And you're a guy in the kitchen and you got to go have some fine cuisine. It's necessary. So stick with us. We're going to have Dan Donovan of TNM Protection Resources back in the second segment. Hold. Have you ever dreamed of owning a rental property, flipping a home, opening a successful business? This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. 